Now to go around the NFL is Arizona Republic's Bob McManaman now here on the right Toyota guest line. Bob Rocket Manuch, man, what's been going on, man? How you doing? Hey, hey guys, how are you? How do you like the NFL beat? Do you miss the baseball beat at all? I mean, you were a baseball beat guy for so many years. Yeah, I, I don't miss the travel. Let me just say that. So, uh, Rays or Phillies? Oh wow. Uh, I, I gotta go. Spot. I gotta go, Phillies. That a boy. I gotta uh, go, Phillies. All right, there you go. Well, Bob, let's let's get into. Let's start with the uh, the only undefeated team in, in football right now, the Tennessee Titans, and they have allowed just two sacks in six games. I mean, this offensive line is playing so well. Should they all just book their flights now for the Pro Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's their it, it's their their defense is what is what impresses me. I mean, they just get after it. They get such a good rush up front, and they just contain offenses so well. And it's Kerry Collins, a quarterback. Let's not forget, it's just Kerry Collins. <laughs> They're not going to go undefeated, and they'll make the playoffs, but I wouldn't crown them as Super Bowl champs just yet. And Bob, the way I look at it, with you talk about Kerry College, you talk about the running game, but, I mean, this, this team is just managing the game on both sides of the football. Well, I think that's right goes to Jeff Fisher. He's one of the most underrated coaches in, in the NFL. He's been around almost the longest. I think he has been there the longest. But he, he he's a cower-type guy. He's a Buddy Ryan disciple, not to go there. But he is a decent coach, and he surrounded himself with, with awesome coaching uh, on the staff. But, uh, again, it, it is a total team effort, and that's what the Patriots had last year. That, yeah, they added Randy Moss, but... Can anybody tell me who a wide receiver was for Tom Brady before Randy Moss got there? And they won three Super Bowls without Randy Moss. Yeah, that's exactly sure. Uh, and also, that's a good question, about Bob. Tennessee. <laughs> you, it, with, with Jamar that. Gaffney. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all right, Gaffney. I'll put him down. But you know what, Bob? When you look at Tennessee the last several years, we used to say Jeff Fisher would do more with less. Now he's got some horses on both sides of the football that he can actually take it to the next step. Right, I agree, and 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 I I do think they could go twelve and four, and 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 host a playoff game and 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 win two home games, and they could be right there. But the AFC is so crazy, the NFC is so crazy. I don't know who to believe in anymore from week to week in this league. It used to be every year you you knew who the dominant teams were, and there'd be a couple upsets every year. Of course, this year it's an upset every week, and it's two to three or four upsets a week, and. I don't know who is for real, and I'm waiting for Tennessee to fall, and I think they will. Rock I think Manu- somebody's going to find a way. Rocket Manu- to Bob McManaman here on the fan from the Arizona Republic. And Bob, the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, is there a light at the end of the tunnel for these guys? It's just been a mess. When you have, <laughs> wow. When you, have your, when you have your owner just giving you a tongue lashing after the game, yeah. who knows what could happen next? Well, I think it was interesting. When I was talking to Troy Aikman about this before the, the Cardinals-Cowboy game uh, on a Wednesday before the game, and he's I said, "What do you? Uh, the Cowboys really goes? You know, I'm, I've got my worries. I've got my doubts. I've got my concerns. I don't know if they, they're going to do enough little things to to really become a championship team." And that's Mr. Cowboy talking, which tells you, you know, I my ears perked up, and instead of doing a story I was going to do uh, about something completely different, I started listening to, and ask, asking questions. And he obviously saw some some holes, and we could tell. I mean, they lost to the Redskins; didn't look so good. They they should have lost to the Bengals. And and we saw what happened in the Cardinal game, and we saw what happened yesterday against the Rams. And don't tell me the Rams are for real. Don't tell me that. They're <laughs> still the Rams. All right, they're playing with some good motivation. But yeah, the Cowboys. There's going to be light because I think they're a playoff team. But I just they don't. They're not a championship team. No way. 
Bob, one of the things that Rock and I talked about after the Cardinals game was the disinterest, or seemed like disinterest, on this Cardinals sideline, which leads me to believe after a debacle like yesterday that Wade Phillips might be on thin ice or at the end of the rope for Jerry Jones. Well, I wrote it today, and I and I know Jerry defended Wade, and I think that's a kiss of death. Yep, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. But what's what's really hurting the Cowboys isn't so much the coaching staff; it's a lack of heart, it's a lack mm-hmm. of leadership, and they they can get all the nice guys they want with. With, with great resumes, but you need to bring in football players that are team players that, that, that are leaders, not just guys with glossy resumes. And I think that's part of Jerry Jones's problems. The same thing with Steinbrenner in New York. You bring in these guys that, that have all the glossy statistics, but they're not real leaders. And the Yankees haven't won a World Series in quite a while, and, and the Cowboys haven't won a playoff game, and I can't tell you how many years. And you bring up Steinbrenner, and isn't isn't it isn't it a fact that uh, Jerry and 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 Steinbrenner today emerged with some new company, a concessions company? Isn't so they're now they're going to be in charge of concessions at stadiums all over the country now. What, what a surprise! Jeez, <laughs> is that is that a surprise to anyone? No, no. I, just, I mean, it's, I love personally. I love Jerry Jones. I would always say if 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 I was a football fan, I'd I'd want him as my owner because he's not afraid to rattle things up and he'll do whatever it takes to to get get wins and to bring titles to your town but it hasn't worked this way it's not it hasn't worked for al davis in god knows how many years um you just gotta you gotta draft well you've got to re-sign your players and you got to bring in good leaders and that's how you win you went through the draft and you win by building a team up front not by bringing in fancy wide receivers and running backs you bring in by the offense and defensive line that's how you win Irvin fryer terry glenn ben coates yeah, there yeah. you go. That's a good trio there, Rock. Uh, don't, put your, don't put your listeners to sleep, I say. Okay? Yeah, I hear you. But, hey, hey uh, there's uh, some conflicting reports, Bob, what's coming out now with uh, Jay Glazer from Fox and hey. even some of the other guys when it comes to Brett Favre. What have you heard lately with this whole you know conversation he had, that being Brett Favre with Matt Millen? Uh, not as much as you probably do, as okay. I had today off. But you could, we could talk about it. Well, they basically, what what I'm hearing now is uh, that basically that Brett Favre spent 60 to 90 minutes helping the Lions prepare for the Packers via CEO Matt Millen, and now he's denying it, yeah, and Glazer's right. saying it's you know his source is a thousand percent. I just wonder if there's any truth to this. If this is you know what? If this it, is it true. goes back to the cell phone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know everybody made a big deal about the cell phone. Remember when? He allegedly called Minnesota and was trying to broker a deal with Childress, his good friend. Sure. And it was on Packer's cell phone property. Well, no, it wasn't. It was Brett's own <laughs> cell phone, and these sources were 1,000% true. Look, I had a conversation with my girlfriend about Jake Glazer the other day, and I, I told her I don't trust him. She asked me why, and I told him why. I told her why, and I just don't believe in a lot of these ones. I just, look, I don't care that... that I don't even care if it happened. First of all, the Lions need all the help they can get, and I, I think I'm going to give Brett part of a pass for the rest of my life. But I just don't buy it. I think it's just a lot of a lot of BS and a lot of misinformation and a lot of people trying to make a name for themselves. And that's and that's what I'll say about it. Bob, let's talk a little bit about the Arizona Cardinals as they get set for the second half of the season. They travel to Carolina and then go to St. Louis. The vaunted St. Louis Rams have awoken, and I agree with you, say. But when you look at the second half of the season for the Cardinals, right. do you feel they're setting themselves up? Some of the strengths and weaknesses that you see from a distance. Well, obviously the defense has been un, un, unheralded 
Um, they're getting pressure on the quarterback. They're, they're coming together as a group. I, I could tell on Flagstaff when I saw them go after the offense, after the plays, and, and picking fights. You know, just a couple weeks in the training camp, that this 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 group was really coming together, and they're playing for a pretty innovative coordinator and and Pendergast. But that being said, they're going to get Bolden back next week. I believe he's going to play. That's going to totally change a lot, a lot of things. It's going to it's going to allow them to really be the real offense they can be. I just really need to make sure that Warner stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I can give up the fumbles and the interceptions, but if if he gets hit too many times. It's, you're going to go to Leonard, who's who I want to believe is in it. I just don't. I don't know if his heart is right now. I think he's contemplating what's going to happen to him. And if you lose Kurt Warner, the whole dynamics of this team goes down. But it, it starts and ends with defense, in my opinion. And I think oh, they're Bob, fine. I think con- they're ten and sixteen. Let's contemplate what the front office is thinking right now. Is Steve Breston emerging? And yeah, the Anquan Bolden scenario hanging over their head. On top of all of that, talk about timing in the Cardinals' favor if they decide to finally train him or extend him. Do you feel there's a need now with Steve Breston emerging? Uh, I I sign Anquan Bolden immediately. Yep. I know the money's not there. It's been two, two, three games for Steve Breston. I think he's a great kid. I think he's going to be a, a really good player, but I know what I'm getting day in, day out, week in, week out with Anquan Bolden, and I don't know that with Steve Breston because he could disappear in a week. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Let's see if he does. If Bolden plays, Breston's touches are going to go way down, and he may have no catches and just return punts. That's fine. But I, there's no. He's your best player on the team. I mean, I think he's the best. I think he's your next to Warner. I think those two are the best players on the team. No disrespect to the defense, which I I really love. But yeah, I'd resign him. And why wouldn't you want to have the top two receivers in the league? <laughs> it can happen. People can. You know, you can do it. And I think they need to make an effort to do it and just uh, and work with him. If he really wants out, well, you know. He, you, they don't have to do a damn thing. They've got him under right. He can sit out and lose a lot of money. I don't think he's that dumb. Bob, our last one. We do appreciate your time. Sounds like you said on your day off, and uh, we we do appreciate it. But when the question that seems to keep coming up as of as of lately, and that's because yeah. how bad the NFC West is, is when the right. teams traveling to the East Coast for the one o'clock games. Do you expect the NFL to maybe to change those games to four o'clock Eastern? Well, they talked about it in the owners' meeting. Um, sure. And the last week, and, and one thing that Goodell's going to check out is West Coast teams on the East Coast, we're going to switch it from a 1, 8, 1 p.m. to a 4 p.m. game. I think, why not? He wants the, he wants statistics to back it up. Well, if you're looking for win-loss records alone this year, I think it's 8-0-8 West yep, Coast teams going to the, to the East. I, I think that's what I added it up to the other day. But, uh, look, I, I it's, it's the latest trend story, and it's a good one, and I think it's, there's some – what happened for – the last 20 years when they, when this happened. Well, nobody complained about it then. You know, I mean, so, wow, poor millionaire's going to drive an airplane for four hours and get jet lag. <laughs> you know what? I don't think anybody really gives a damn. I I have to fly. Nobody cares about what I have to do. I I, I think it's a little bit over overrated. I think it's worth looking into. And if he wants to do it, who cares? Great. So we can sleep in a little bit and, and, and watch, you know, our West Coast teams play in the afternoon. I have no problem with it, but I think it's a little overblown. Love it, Bob. Bringing it, man. Thanks for your time today and your day off, man. We appreciate it. Anytime. That's Bob McManaman of the Arizona Republic joining us on the Right Toyota Guest Line.